Thank you for joining us for this episode of Course Cruising Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. If you could not move the phone at all for the first 25 <laughs> seconds, we will be perfect, okay? Oh, yeah, I was moving my headset. Sorry. Very chill. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Course Cruise and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. And it is so good to be with you all right now uh, because this is year three of quarantine and uh, <laughs> there's just like this whole pattern. It just feels like it keeps going, but we're excited because I feel like just next week or something, we won't have to do this anymore, perhaps. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yes. But, um, you know, what better time to be on podcast than right now? First, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? So, because we're still are in year three of quarantine, mm-hmm. we still have Rex Goliath, <sighs> which means we're either drinking too slow, or we're just not getting to the liquor store enough, or whatever the case. We still have the same one from last week, and we're finishing it off. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah, so we have got a great guest for you. Ryan Sanford of Epo Floors has been in the industry for almost 18 years. He's done projects from Vegas to Tampa, working with Nike and Drew Brees to Pawn Stars on their floor in Vegas, multiple magazine articles and awards as well. He quotes himself on messing up and fixing more floors than any in the area, and that is what has made him a contractor that knows how to listen to a customer's requests and fix things when they go wrong. If someone says they've never made a mistake in this industry, they are either lying or brand new. Ryan Sanford, thank you so much for joining us today. Great being here. Awesome, man. So we love to hear it right off the top. What is the number one thing that, thing that you think our listeners should hear about what it is that you do? Uh, I make ugly concrete pretty. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, because, yeah, uh, concrete doesn't have much pizzazz, and you add some pizzazz. <laughs> I do. I do. I try and make it actually somewhere, I mean, boring and gray, but if we can give it a little bit of color and make it actually a usable living area, uh, it, it, everybody's a lot happier. It, it's not boring. A world of gray is kind of like an old 50s movie or 30s movie. It kind of just... Doesn't have the same pop as a 4K, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a long time, 20, 20 so or so years. And yeah. what what makes a great client for you? Because I know since you've been doing it for a while, you do a lot of different areas like education, also installation. Um, but what makes a good client for you? Uh, usually a client that has an idea of what they want. Um, or what they don't want. If we have a customer that's like, well, I want something, but I don't know, you tell me. That's really, you know, with being in real estate, it'd be kind of like saying, well, I want a house, so what do you want? I don't know, I want a roof, okay? <laughs> a lot of options. Um, so if they said, I want it to look like hardwood, I want it to look like a stain, I want it to look like a bowling ball, I want a high gloss, a low gloss, having an idea of what people want makes it a whole lot easier to get to the final product. You know, I don't want to sell someone on what I want them to do. I want to find out what they want and then kind of work backwards. How do we get to that happy 
spot where they're happy and it's something that I can do and it meets their budget that they're wanting to accomplish. You mean you can make the floors look like a bowling ball? Oh, yeah. Oh. So it sounds like I it's mean, just not a... round. Not round. Like under a railroad track and squished it out flat and then I put it on the floor. That's what we can do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. This podcast is brought to you in part by Goran Reynolds, PLLC a law firm that focuses on real estate transactions. Whether you're trying to make sure your property is STR ready or you have to close on a contract quickly. The attorneys at Gore and Reynolds strive to make sure that every investor and real estate professional has the protection of the law. Give them a call at 615-784-3969 and check out their website at gorerentalslaw.com. Looking for fast and easy financing on your next real estate project? Property recycling is that perfect fit. Reach out today and find out just how easy your next investment property loan can be. Property recycling can finance 100% of your purchase and rehab at competitive rates. Call Allison at 615-806-7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com for more information and an easy online application. Sounds like it's all about being creative and just thinking outside the box a lot of times. Well, my, my dad is an artist. My sister does art. I mean, my dad has, I think, three PhDs in art or something like that. He's, he used to teach out of Vanderbilt. So I've always been around art and color and things like that. So I had a good eye for it. So being able to say, okay, yes, this works or this doesn't or this is a good combination, you know, that's part of it is understanding the color because you don't want to just go into somebody's house and put in bright orange into somebody's house unless they like UT. <laughs> you know? um, but you gotta ha- and just because someone thinks it's a good idea as a professional it's our job with real estate and with floors is to say no that's a bad idea you don't want to buy in that part of town it's not gonna go up for the next 60 years mm-hmm. just because it's a good price doesn't mean it's a good deal and mm-hmm. so I'll have customers that say I want a black floor okay cool is that a giant white pyrenees sitting over there in the corner yes how often do you clean i don't know once a month i don't have a maid okay this is a bad idea (laughs) taking taking into account what's around you in a situation um so the art is in the floor but it's also in noticing the little things that they might not notice my goodness we get that all the time with people asking about what kind of countertops should we have and um, I, I'm sure Jennifer, you probably have this too. Like, if 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 a person doesn't want to keep that countertop clean, like on a regular mm-hmm. basis, and seal it and all that stuff, you know, if they don't, if they get a porous rock like a marble or a granite that hasn't been sealed, they're gonna have problems, and they're gonna mm-hmm. feel like, why did I do this? This looks terrible in two and a half years, and it's just because their lifestyle doesn't fit what they thought it should have. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes people don't know what they want until you tell them why they don't want it or what they want. But you always still got to listen to what, you know, they're, what's important to them. Yeah. yeah. That's the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, you uh, that you'd mentioned about uh, uh, the University of Tennessee colors, and um, and uh, can you tell us about that? What 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 was the deal? <laughs> well, not the actual UT color. We did have a customer once that wanted um, a power tee, oh, okay. uh, the Tennessee logo in their floor. Well, I'll just put it that way, in their floor, um, <laughs> which is very hard to do because of copyright. Let's just put it that way. Well, the wife wanted a Roll Tide logo somewhere in the floor also without me telling him, just to mess with him. Um, and so I, I very politely looked and I, at her and I said, who's writing the check? She said, well, he is. And I said, well, she goes, I know, it was worth asking. That customer ended up, we did, I think, four projects for as a, as a whole, as a homeowner, mm-hmm. different projects for them, uh, great customers. Um, but it was, we had gotten to that point of the rapport where I could say, Who, who's signing the check? And she's like, he is. I go, okay, that one's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come back two years later and there's a big crack down the middle of that concrete because of the divided household, right? Exactly. It's a, it's a house divided. So, yeah, so just listening to their customers. But also, just even like that, the UT color, saying the UT color. I mean, like I said, we have people who want black floors because they look really slick or a white floor. Well, in epoxy worlds, whites will amber over time. You know, and so um, it'll start to turn to a greenish yellow. It might be five years from now, it might be 10 years from now, but it will discolor. And so you're trying to educate the customer saying, you know, this is not, just because you saw it in a picture and because someone on Pinterest made it look really good, mm. follow up with them 10 years from now and say, does it still look good? Yeah. You know, Pinterest and YouTube are great at uh, getting things screwed up. <laughs> well, and speaking of Pinterest, can you yeah. tell us why it might be better to to call you for concrete treatment versus just painting the floors? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Paint usually, like if you go and get paint, and I've had people literally take wall paint and paint floors. I've had people take hardwood stains and stain floors, um, wood finishes, and put them on the floors or. Uh, decoupage, uh, not decoupage, Mod Podge, you know, and do like wow. paper, yeah, torn paper bag things on the floor. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> Why is um, my hand just raising right now? Like, just instinctively. I did that. I did. I sure did. I took wall paint and I put it on a driveway and... I just, I just didn't know. I was like, oh, it, it looks good. It'll be fine. And then I even, I, I, I took all night, and I was like, oh, it looks gorgeous. And I put down those, uh, the, uh, the flakes of other paint colors in there. And then I, wow. I don't know if I, I might have polyurethane over everything. Even I don't know. No, I, I, it was like it was gorgeous, but it was only gorgeous for like three months. And then a car rolled over it, and it was like, oh, oh, that's gone now. It just peels right off of the concrete. This is before he knew yeah. you, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. For the, for the listening audience, Wyatt has not called me and said, hey, can you come fix this floor that he's talking about? Um, <laughs> um, more so, they should call me versus doing it themselves. Um, when you do it yourself, you're hoping that what you found out online from people you don't know and their credibility is unknown, how to proceed with how you're going to do a project that you're wanting to live with. Um, 
when you hire a professional or someone who has done this for a while, uh, I like to consider myself a professional. Um, but that, you know, there's some people who have been doing it for six months or a year, and they've got really good resources. So therefore, they have a professional working with them. I'm not saying you have to do it for a long time to be a professional. Mm. So just saying that. But um, having somebody who knows probably what Wyatt did was not the best option. Um, <laughs> and he wasted a lot of money doing it. And even if it wasn't money, it was his time. Yeah. So the question is, how much is your time worth? You know, it's different to someone bagging groceries versus doing neurosurgery. Your time is worth different amounts. So how much is it worth to you if it completely goes sideways to redo it and then add on 30%? Because it's going to cost money to remove what you messed up. Uh. Um, so like paints, as you found out, they don't stick. Um, they stick fine to drywall. Um, and there's, <laughs> you know, yes. it does. Um, and there's some concrete paints, we'll call them that, which are kind of like a colored sealer, which if you use them in a correct manner, they will stick and they will perform. Um, but that's not generally something the expert at Lowe's or Home Depot is going to be able to answer correctly. Mm. Because they also have to know what size screws go into a hardwood floor um, and all of the other things that, you know, you ask that random person at Lowe's, like, hey, how do I do this? And they're like, oh, well, in my 20 minutes of training on this last week, this is what we found out. <laughs> Throwing a big event? Southern Seasonings has you covered. With crowd pleasers like robust chicken parmesan meatballs, Southern Seasonings is the perfect option. Each meal is centered around whole fresh ingredients with just a dab of home. If you're looking for vegan, vegetarian, or savory comfort foods, get ready for a rush of delicious. Visit them at southernseasoningsinc.com to book your next meal. Southern Seasonings, where their special ingredient is love. You know, we're heavy on investors here on the podcast as well, and kind of wanted to know um, what what would you say the differences are, the benefits of, of concrete for investors uh, versus, you know, if I just take a place and lay down some some vinyl or, or something and just call it a day? Like, what, what is the difference here? Um, some of the bigger differences, like if you install laminate or hardwood or carpet, most likely those have been seen somewhere else. Um, and anytime you get something, you give up something. I learned that a long time ago. So um, one of the advantages to my floors are they are antimicrobial uh, in a lot of cases, meaning they're not gonna hold bacteria and pollens and dog hairs, cat hairs, gerbils, whatever I, whatever you got. Um, it's gonna actually you're gonna be able to... <laughs> Uh, it's going to be able to be cleaned up very easy. Um, if you guys spilled that red that wine that you're drinking on a floor that had epoxy, you just wipe it up. It won't stain it. Nice. Which is a huge benefit, especially for someone who's renting a property. They want something that the dog pees and not a totally ruin the carpet. Um, you know, the, the people are drinking wine and, you know, it's a party house. Okay, well, if I know that that might be the position, then let's go ahead and make the, the room as durable as we can for that reason. Um, also, some of the colorations and things like we were talking about the marble floors, it's one of those, you remember things that made you go, wow. You know, if you go up to a house that's got a beautiful view of downtown Nashville, you won't forget that view. 
you know, versus the one that was down in a valley, and you're looking at a mo- you know a trailer park next door. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna say, oh well, uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. I forgot the great view, but I remembered the other one. But mm-hmm. Something usually makes you makes it stick out in your mind. Um, and our floors, some of the ones that we do. Uh, we put glow in the dark in floors. We put logos in the floors. We've, I mean, fun colors, water, what? made it look like water. You put glow um, in the dark in the floor? Yeah, yeah. We actually had a cabin up in Gatlinburg, and customer requested that we do glow in the darks in the floor. So at, during the day, it looks one way, and at night, it literally lit the ceiling. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was really cool. Now, as, uh, for someone who's remod- flipping a house, et cetera, that's going to be overkill. Yeah. Um, but we've got coatings that you can actually rub the copper off a penny if you rub, set them and rub it flat. Um, very durable. Um, but not rough on their feet. Uh-huh. So that's, that's our biggest thing is trying to figure out what is, what is the end purpose. Is this to flip the house you know, and make some money? Is it to uh, – are we – which price point are we looking at? And we can kind of tailor it to that. You know, uh, if it's an apartment complex, you know, let's say we had a whole bunch of, and they had old vinyl glue, vinyl tiles, or old carpet, and they know that, hey, about every time someone moves out, every two moves, we have to replace the carpet. Well, even if me doing a floor is more expensive, how many, and it lasts five to 10 years, how much less expensive is that over the, the long term? And so that's where we can really be a benefit. Um, but making sure that you have that memorable factor. Everyone's, well, um, everyone's gone into a house that had something that made them remember it better than others. I usually use a comparison of a stripper pole. I, I, that's not the <laughs> I know that. Um, but if you talk to enough real estate agents, they will always say, yes, I remember seeing one in this house, and they will describe every detail of the house. You know, but they don't remember the house with a three-car garage you right. know, or the galley kitchen. But they remember that one that had something that just totally blew their mind, and they went, I can't believe this is – I'm looking at this. So that's what I like to do is to be able to put something in their mind that they go, I want to come back. I want this for their customer to want to buy the home um, and for a real estate agent to say, hey, I want to be able to do something different. Um, but we can also fix floors for real estate agents. Like if they've got a floor and it was done and it wasn't even done great, but it's still enough, we can go in sometimes and touch it up or create something so that they can help sell the home without having to redo everything. So because I've done it for so long, I figured out ways to, to make things work. So, Ryan, you had me at the cleaning part, and everything else is just, like, a wonderful bonus. <laughs> like, everything you said sounded amazing. But um, something that crossed my mind is a lot of these condos downtown have concrete ceilings. Uh, can you do ceilings, too? Or accent walls or something that are concrete? Yes, you can do an accent wall, uh, possibly with a stain. Um, there's different kinds. A ceiling is possible, um, but it's, it's not going to be fun and <laughs> it's probably cheaper to paint it. Okay. Um, but yes, but you could do the ceiling, the walls easier. Uh, we've done columns before. Um, so it's not just the ceiling part. Um, as far as a broad information, yes, there are people out there that will do ceilings, I am sure. 
me personally, I don't do ladders. I hate ladders. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm not doing a ceiling. That's right. You're a floor guy. That makes perfect a, sense. I, and, and to be honest, for anybody that's living on the, you know, the, the high rise of some of these condos, I'm probably not going to come up in there uh, <laughs> on your patio or porch uh, unless you have a giant wall around it and I can't see the cars and the pigeons below. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Um, I, I like being on the ground. Fair enough. But it can be done. You can do walls. You can do columns and you can do ceilings. If it's concrete, it's kind of like a residential or commercial. It's still concrete. It's just, okay, how do we address this? So we always want to know any funny or crazy stories you've had. And I hear you have one from one of your clients uh, that you have to share. Um, got a couple. Um, let's see. I had one customer that gave me a picture of a floor that was done in Dubai uh, that looked like water and he wanted it for his man cave (laughs) there's a picture on our Instagram on Instagram it's actually he put stuffed sharks up in the ceiling and beer neons all around the edge and I think he had seven 65 inch TVs in that place when we were done I mean it is a man cave Uh, but the floor looks like water and he said here's the picture it doesn't have to be exact uh, but I want it to look like it and that was over the course of almost six months while he built this. It went from it doesn't have to be exact to okay, are you going to be able to get that shade? Wow! <laughs> and which was great because I love a challenge. <laughs> um, and we nailed it, and that was great. But I think one of the, the stories that I remember the most about making sure that expectations are where they need to be. I had um, I had a customer once asked for a coating that oil wouldn't go through in gasoline and so we did it and we got color samples approved and the whole works um and i get a call a month later two months later and she said we have a problem i said what's the problem she said uh and it's one of those memories you know exactly where you were you know <laughs> it was a sunny day i was in orlando watching palm trees sway in the wind or going to a wedding um i think it's calling Oh, we have a problem. I said, yeah. She goes, water's coming into my house. Now, mind you, her garage is three foot below her house. You had to go upstairs to get into her house. I said, Uh okay. (laughs) I said, well, how is it it getting in? She is off my feet. And I said, okay. And I said, well, how is it getting on your feet? She goes, it's coming. It's in the garage. I said, well, how is it getting in the garage? She goes, off my car. Okay. So would you like me to get you, uh, I offered to get her a, a walk-off mat, you know, step yeah. on, wipe her feet off. She said, I have one. I said, would you like another one? <laughs> and I said, okay, maybe um, then she said, there's, um, she said, that's not okay. And I said, well, is it in giant puddles? Thinking, okay, I'll drill a hole in the ground yeah. at this point. Just drill a hole, let it drain. She said, well, no, it's just everywhere. And I said, would you like me to get you a squeegee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a squeegee to water out. Now, you and I are on the same page. Thank God, I hope this lady is not listening. But, um, <laughs> You're a problem solver. That's what I'm hearing. Problem, problem solver. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I said, you know, I can get you a squeegee. She said, I am blank years old. It was, it was above 50. Um, I, I, I'm not going to be standing out in the rain squeegeeing water off my car. And I just paused. I really didn't know what to say. I said, well, ma'am, what, what seems to be the problem? Is it discoloring? Is it doing anything? She goes, no, it's just sitting there. And I said, well, where did you expect it to go? She said, well, I expected it to soak through the 
soak into the concrete. I said, but you wanted everything else to stop, but you wanted water to go through. Oh. She said, yes. Wow. I said, a sealed floor. And she goes, this is not acceptable, and I want this removed, and you need to come remove it. And I said, man, at the time, I did not have the equipment to do what I had done because I made it, it was a good floor. Mm. So I, I offered to put some people in touch with her to remove that. Um, she also, she did volunteer that she was going to pray for my soul. So that was great. Um, and apparently it's helped out quite a bit. Because um, <laughs> I have not run into that problem again. Because I always find out. Now, and I literally told, and anybody who's ever used me, um, probably 8 out of 10 know that I will tell them water will not go through this floor. I have used this yeah. as a reminder. I, I am not kidding. Um, and everyone looks at me like, well, duh. And I said, well, not just because I know it and you know it doesn't mean that it's common knowledge. Right. So I want to make sure that we're all on the same page before we ever get started because I don't want to do something I think is right and then you argue and say, no, that was completely wrong and then you're unhappy with me. So I would rather not sell a project and have a problem than sell a project by not telling the whole truth or bending the truth a little bit. So you're going to have me pour more wine on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was probably one of my funnier moments because I just literally had nothing to say. I, I, I didn't know what to do. So, Thank yeah. you for sharing that one. I do appreciate it. It reminds us where... Uh, we we lack uh, in common sense in this world sometimes. Seriously, yes, it's a special world. I mean, common ain't so common. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us today, Ryan. This is great. As, as close to being as I could be. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> This has been a production of Four Screws and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2020.